0: Podcasting from the Star Group, home of the iconic Dressable Lions, this is Beyond the Known, the podcast that takes you a step beyond what you know about business. I'm your host, Paul M. Neuberger, president of the Star Group. Well, hi, everybody. Paul Newberger, president of the Star Group, and thank you for joining us for yet another edition of our Beyond the Known podcast. And I got to tell you, what a blessing it is to be joined by our guest here today, Her name is Paige Weslasky. She is the co-owner of ImageManagement.com, a web design marketing agency with more than a 1,000 clients serving the greater Milwaukee area. If that wasn't enough, she's also the author of Grow Up, Growing Your Business and Yourself, as well as Finding Your Prince, both available on Amazon and BNN. She's the founder and editor-in-chief of MilkInHoneyMagazine.com, which is presenting written work by hundreds of young women. And boy, I'm getting tired just doing this introduction. She's, oh, also, <laughs> she's also a WTMJ podcaster, hosting 25 shows, interviewing some of the biggest business luminaries in southeastern Wisconsin. I am joined by the one, the only, the Paige Westlaski. How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing good. I feel like you made me sound a lot cooler than I really am. Gosh, I hope I don't disappoint, but thank you for having me.
0: You made it very easy for me just based on the stellar bio. I got to (laughs) tell you, I'm not a guy prone to the butterflies or the heat, but boy, oh boy, as a podcast host myself, just getting going, speaking with a seasoned podcast host in yourself. So I hope I rise to your expectation.
1: Oh my word. Well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing those. My first one, oh, my word, you should have seen it. It was a complete catastrophe. It was awful. I had one of the WTMJ employees in there with me, and he looked at me after, and he said, I think you have a little bit of work to do. And I said, I think I do, too. But then by the end, after doing those, all those episodes, I felt uh, pretty in my element. So, I, yeah, hopefully this goes well. I'm on the other side today. So I'm not asking you questions. Hopefully I don't ask you a question on accident, but...
0: <laughs> no, that won't. That's okay. And something tells me yeah. that Paige is very rarely out of her element. But for our listening audience, again, that was a very impressive bio to kind of get us going. You're doing a lot of special things on your side. Could you please tell us a little bit about your background and how did you get to where you are today?
1: Yeah, thank you. So I grew up in the Milwaukee area and i was a big swimmer growing up and so i knew that i wanted to swim somewhere in college and so i did that so i swam for a year at a school called st. bonaventure university it was in upstate new york and great school but i wanted to trade in the snow for the sunshine and so that's what i did i transferred over to pepperdine on the other side of the us over in malibu and so it was really beautiful swimming outside with palm trees and that was something i really enjoyed was being at that school and i feel like it really opened up my eyes to Faith and growing up, I was never a a very strong woman of faith. But even taking the required classes, like religion classes, for example, and having to be assigned to actually read the Bible, it really opened my eyes. I felt actually like scales fell off my eyes, and I was finally able to see what real life was about. You know, and it's, I'm not ashamed to say that I wear my faith on my sleeve, I'm very strong in terms of my faith. But when I graduated, I graduated with a leadership major, and I was trying to decide do I want to get my master's. I was looking at getting a master's in divinity, or do I want to, you know, take that plunge and do something else? And so I took the plunge and I moved to Guatemala, and I spent a few months working with homeless kids in Guatemala, and that, that also really opened up my eyes to the importance of family. And so as opposed to staying in the LA area, which was my original plan afterwards, I moved back, moved back to this area, and now here I am. It's been going to spend a little over five years, and I've been here at Image Management, And image management was originally started by my parents in 2001. And I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones where family businesses, they either work very well or they don't. Our family business works very well. We've got an incredible team here at image management where we're more of a family than, you know, fellow employees. And I also feel like I'm one of the lucky ones because being in the industry that I'm in, I feel that I couldn't have, God couldn't have planned it better for me to be working not only with my family, but in an industry that I'm very passionate about. And we can dive in a little bit more on what image management actually is, but it's doing website development and digital marketing. And essentially, it allows me to be a storyteller. It allows me to be a creator, and it allows me to meet wonderful people like you too. And so I feel that I know that the Lord is going before me, has gone before me. And so I feel very confident about the place that I'm in right now, knowing that I'm not perfect, but I am essentially where
0: God wants me to be. Could you talk to us a little bit about the work that went into qualify for the 2020 National Triathlon Championships? And then also maybe as an ancillary, can you talk about how that discipline to stay so fit has translated into your business success?
1: Yeah, so in terms of the triathlon scene, I grew up as a swimmer, so that is, you know, kind of my, that's my strength. And then the biking and the running, that's something I'm, you know, doing more and more of. And I definitely think that it can parallel into the work environment and into the faith environment and into just being the best version of yourself that you can. I've heard it said that when you see something in your tomorrow, you change your today. And so if I see myself in a successful position, maybe not successful to what the world sees of me, but successful knowing that, like I said, I'm in the place that God wants me to be then you're gonna change your today. And they say that the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. But the second best time to plant a tree is today. And so what is that tree that we wanna plant that we need to continue to water day in and day out for years to come, not just in little spurts, but making it a lifestyle? What is it that we wanna change about ourselves to be the best version of ourselves that we can be? And I've also heard it said that, you know, this is very overused, but if not you who... And if not
0: now, when? We're all about health and wellness here at the Star Group. I mean, we just believe that a healthy workforce is a productive workforce. A healthy workforce is a happy workforce.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a lot of people listening that say, I would like to do that, but. It's the dreaded but before they finish their sentence. For the business executives listening to this podcast today, what advice would you have for them to start living a healthier lifestyle now?
1: You know, I think... When you say being healthier, I think that it can reflect many things. I think that it can reflect a work-life balance. I think that it can reflect faith. I think that it definitely can reflect eating healthier and living a healthier lifestyle in terms of fitness. And I think that it all comes down to your brand. And that's what I do professionally is I help create brands. And so I think it comes down to your personal brand, not even your business's brand, but you as a person. What is your personal brand? And a great way. To gain success in something is to question what is it that you personally want to be known for and creating a personal mission statement. When you compare what you want to be known for and what you actually are known for, then you'll be able to see a disconnect. Are those the same or are those different? And when those are the same, that's when growth happens. And I feel that it essentially is both that easy and that hard. And so that's what I would say. And that can be used in any atmosphere in your life.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that I love about our conversations page, and I know we've had a number of them over the last couple of months, right. is your passion is highly infectious, and I do I believe firmly that iron sharpens iron, and to be around somebody that's positive, that rubs off on you. To be around somebody that's passionate, that rubs off on you, and you have both. And
1: thank you.
0: <laughs> you do too. You do too. So. I appreciate that, but it, it's yeah. still nice to fill up the gas tank by sitting across from someone like you and fueling myself from your passion. Sure. I have heard it said before where people say, well, Paige, you're lucky. You're doing what you're passionate about. Paul, you're lucky. You're doing what you're passionate about over at the Star Group. I don't have a passion. I can't find my passion.
1: Yeah.
0: From what you've experienced, Paige, how would you advise business executives or any professional for that matter to finding what they're passionate about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a biased answer to this, but there was a doctor that I heard once and he said that unhappiness and feeling unfulfilled is so common today because people have lost their sense of purpose. And this particular doctor, he blamed it partially on the loss of religious faith. I think that when you trust that God is watching over you, that God does have a plan for you, and that he does see you as stronger and more capable than you see yourself, then you know that the Lord is walking before you and there's nothing that you can't do with his strength. And so when we know that we know that we know that A, God is going before us, which he is, and B, that we are capable with his strength, then I feel like that'll reinvigorate our passion. And even prayer. Sometimes I find myself praying. One of my favorite prayers is, God, bring some color into my life. Bring some color into my life. And especially through the world that we're in today with COVID-19, it can feel that life is more black and white than it is colorful. But God is faithful. He's faithful to answer our prayers. And He is faithful and he promises, this is one of his promises in his word, that if you ask me for wisdom, he says this in the book of James, I will give it to you. So if we ask even for wisdom on what is it that your plan is for me? What is it that you want me to do? he'll make it clear. And I've been watching a series on YouTube. It's free. It's called The Chosen. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's a show that follows the life of Jesus. And I'm not exactly endorsing it, but I think there's definitely some good morals that we can get from it. But they depicted Jesus calling Peter and Peter dropped his nets and he followed him. He dropped his livelihood and he followed. And so um, sometimes saying yes to God means saying no to ourselves means saying no to our own lusts or passions or desires and trading it in for him. But that's when we truly find our true selves. And C.S. Lewis, he's a famous author. He was known for saying that when we say yes to God, then we actually get to know who our true selves are. That's when we really get to discover who we are, the closer that we get to
0: God. Well, just hearing the passion in your voice, in your response shows that you've obviously said yes on your side, you're staying true to yourself. And you're following the path that has been placed before you, and that's just an inspiration for me, and without a, a doubt, an inspiration for the other people that know you in your life as well. So I certainly appreciate you being a living embodiment of what you preach in that regard. Thank you. Uh, the intro. We we talked about a number of things that you're involved with, Paige, and one of the things that I didn't mention that I will mention now is, in addition to all of that great stuff, you're also a guest professor. At Parkside University Gateway Tech College Carthage College, uh, you also serve as a motivational speaker not a surprise just listening to well, you for just... a few minutes I'm already motivated to start yeah. <laughs> fire here yeah a motivational speaker at local middle schools and high schools so with all that being said, I guess I just have to ask you what is it about sharing your knowledge and sharing information with others that inspires you so much
1: in terms of me speaking to different colleges and to, you know, middle schools and and high schools. I, like I mentioned earlier, when we see something in our tomorrow, then we're going to change our today. And the earliest that we can tell people that, that they can achieve their dreams and that God is going before them. I feel that that's for the, that's for the better, clearly. And I've heard it said that one of the saddest things that we can see is someone that's living on a path, walking on a path that's going to take them in a direction that they don't actually want to go. And so like Jesus, for example, he gave a, the Sermon on the Mount. And when he was speaking the Sermon on the Mount, he said, blessed is a man who actually not only hears what I say, but actually does what I say. And so I feel that when we trust the Lord with every decision that we make, then we're going to end up somewhere on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. As you know, I'm in my 20s. And when I can reach other people that are in my same age demographic, I feel that I can relate to them better. And so I feel very honored that I've been able to, you know, speak to different classes with people that are actually my age, but just kind of sharing what I've studied and what I've seen in other people's success too. And I have one of my books, actually, I know that I've given you one, Paul, Grow Up, Growing Your Business and Yourself. And they say if you want to learn. The best way to learn is to teach. And so I decided that I wanted to teach myself, you know, how to really grow a business, how to grow a brand. And so every chapter in this book, I focused on how a different business leader literally grew up from childhood, the people that I admired, so what well, even you know? Thomas Edison or the owner of Starbucks or you know, the, lots of different people, people that you've heard of, how come they made it and other people didn't make it? And so that's literally why it's called Grow Up. And so I talk a little bit about that in these classes and to these different schools about how these people made it. And you know what it was that set them apart? Like someone like a Ralph Lauren, for example, he grew up and he was a nobody and he kind of felt like a nobody. But how come Ralph Lauren made it? It was because he saw a goal and he did everything that he could to achieve it. So when I can share some of that wisdom that I've learned from other people to people that are my age, I don't think that there's anything more special than that in terms of what God is allowing me to do.
0: Well, you've said a, on a number of instances since we sat down together, what you see in your tomorrow impacts your today.
1: Right. Yep. What
0: does Paige see in her tomorrow?
1: You know, I see the Lord walking before me and I see myself continuing to be a creator Whether that's creating a lifestyle of staying healthy and staying active, whether it's continuing to be a creator in terms of creating confidence in people's hearts that they didn't once have. And I see myself as a creator in terms of my professional life as well, of creating website designs, creating brands, and creating digital marketing campaigns for businesses. And so... Those are the things that I definitely see myself continuing to do so, but only the Lord knows. The Lord knows what our tomorrow brings. And God says, he says, don't worry about your tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to have enough anxieties for itself. Focus on, on following me today. And so that really is my biggest motivation and my biggest goal is to stay in tune and stay on that vine with the Lord. Because as long as I know that he is guiding me, then I know that I have nothing to fear. And so I do have goals of what I, you know, maybe like to get married one day. You know, yeah, if God brought the right person or what I like to, you know, whatever it might be, A, B, C, D, or E. I know that the Lord's going before me and anything that he has for me, I know that I'm going to have the strength to do as long as I stay on that vine. When we do something without God, we're either going to fail miserably or we're going to succeed miserably. And so I don't care what I do as long as I'm doing it with God so, and leave the consequences to him
0: too. Well said. I mean, in addition to all the stuff that you're doing, you may want to start a bumper sticker company because I think you've got about three dozen bumper stickers (laughs) to be produced just based on this conversation. This is outstanding stuff. I'm getting writer's cramp trying to keep up with all these great quotes you're throwing at me.
1: You know what I do, and I would recommend this to everyone, is on your phone, set up Google Docs. Set up Google Docs as an app, and every time that you hear something inspiring, write it on that document. And I have a document and it's probably like 200 pages now of just different inspirational quotes, tidbits that I've heard from professional speakers or that I've heard from sermons and I keep it on there. And so I'm probably going to write a book based on that one day, <laughs> but I wouldn't be able to take any of the credit for it because it's all stuff I hear from
0: other people. <laughs> to me, it makes perfect sense. And I think that's an excellent best practice for we'll listeners yeah. this podcast to start emulating. Right. What- I do need a little bit more information on is just because it is a fascinating title. Uh, you are the founder and editor in chief of milk and honey Can you please tell us a little bit about that endeavor?
1: I can. Yeah. So one of my passions is writing and that's something I pray for every night. I pray that the Lord would speak through me, both through my writing and through speaking to encourage and inspire people. And so when I moved back from Guatemala, I felt that I was filling myself up, filling myself up, filling myself up. And I was overflowing with wisdom, not my wisdom, but God's wisdom. And I wanted to have an outlet that I could share that. And so that's what I did. I started a blog, just a personal blog, and I would write on it every, basically every day. And then after a while, I realized, you know what? I don't want to just promote my, the work that I'm writing and that I'm creating. I want to create an avenue that I can allow other women my age to be able to share what God's teaching them. And so that's what I did is I created milkandhoneymagazine.com. So if you type it in, it's milk and literally the letter N, Milk And it's really been incredible to see how many women have reached out to me, women of faith that have been able to share their stories, some light and some, you know, hard and to be open and honest and vulnerable, sharing how the Lord was able to help them or sharing something that the Lord has taught them. And so this has been a very great endeavor for me to to do that, to focus less on myself and more on allowing other women to spread and share the good news of Christ and what he's teaching them in their lives.
0: So with the Star Group, we're a family-owned business, and image management is a family-owned business. So our respective organizations have a lot in common in that regard. Just based on watching your parents start this business, grow this business, pour their heart and soul into this business to help make it what it is today, what would you say were some of the biggest lessons you walked away with by being able to see that firsthand?
1: Well, I think that seeing how much work that they put into it, especially in those early years with them as well as with their team, My parents were not very well versed in the website design and digital marketing world, but they kind of fell into it. I won't go into the whole backstory, but they fell into it in a sense by working hard, by putting their head down and and working. And so kind of taking those same principles and still not only just being around 20 years later, but still being relevant 20 years later with a really great team. Like I mentioned, a team that is many of us, You know, some of us are family, but many that we see just as family from working so close closely together. And so I feel that my parents were a good representation of that because seeing them when I was growing up, even before they started this company, they just worked hard, they were humble, they were kind, and then it led to a grand opportunity for them to start image management and start this company. And so that's what I have taken from that, that if I do my best to just serve, him who serves well, does well, and leads well, And so I want to do my best to be a servant, whether that's for clients, whether that's for other employees, whether it's for family and friends. And so my name actually, Paige, means servant. And so not saying that I have mastered that because I have not at all, but that is a goal that I have for myself to be servant-hearted, to be loving, to be kind in every capacity of my life.
0: Well, that's very well said, and I believe that when you look back at somebody's body of work, when you look back through your past experiences, somebody learns more from their failures than they do from their successes. They learn more from missing the mark than drastically exceeding the mark. Now, it's unquestionable mm-hmm. that you've realized a good amount of success at such a young age, and the fact that you've not only had the success and you're still in your 20s, But that you're the co-owner of a very successful company in your 20s also speaks to the great stuff that you're doing and the things that make you you. So I guess if you were to look back on your body of work and if you were to say, well, boy, if I knew then what I know now, what would be the biggest lesson that you would have taught the younger version of yourself?
1: I think kind of what I had just said about being a servant and being servant hearted. I think that that's something that I would like to say to myself even now and five years ago and 10 years ago. And I think that it's going to be something that I'll be telling myself even 50 years from now too, is to remember to to serve.
0: Paige, hey, my only regret was that you and I didn't have this conversation at eight o'clock this morning because now I'm all jacked up and ready to tackle the world. I wish we would have oh, done this yeah. hours ago.
1: <laughs> oh man, well, knowing you, Paul, you're going to be jacked up the rest of
0: the day. Yeah, it's just an extra boost to help me with this afternoon. That's for sure. Page, thank you for blessing us with your time here this afternoon. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Known with Paul M. Newberger. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at stargroup.com. That's S-T-A-R-R group.com slash podcast. We're also available on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts.